Welcome to Liberated the Podcast, embodied education for the ones who came to change it all. I'm your host, Leslie Medley, embodiment coach, breathwork facilitator, worldwide speaker and teacher, the creator of She Wanders, all around human AF, and new mama. This podcast exists for you to have tangible tools, implementable wisdom, and integration techniques to get you into action around your healing and awakening journey. It's one thing to know what to do, and it's a whole nother to do it, live it, be it, become it. This podcast is for the free spirits, the ones who are crazy enough to do it differently than it's ever been done before who know that they are here to break generational curses and live a liberated life. This one's for you. This one's for me. This one's for us. It's time to liberate. Without further ado, I want to introduce our guest speaker. This is actually one of my dearest, dearest, dearest souls, soul sisters, one of my dearest friends. We have walked so many life experiences together. We have done so much healing work together. We have co-created, we have adventured through life. I am so excited to welcome to the stage, and I'm gonna do that right now, Miss Melanie Peralta. She is not only a dear soul sister of mine, but she is a mindset coach. She has worked with Tony Robbins, some of the best in the industry, she still does. And what's even more epic is she has so many of her own beautiful creations. Not only does she do a lot of mindset coaching and coaching in general, but she's now stepped into the creation space where she is teaching other people how to create epic experiences and containers like she's done for years. On top of that, she is a beautiful musician. She's a sound healer and she's ultimately just like a really epic dope ass human that you want to know. So we will make sure to share all the ways that you can follow her because you're definitely going to want to follow her. But for now, I want to officially bring her to the stage and welcome you into the room, Melanie. Hello, hello. Thank you. Thank you. That was such a beautiful, humbling introduction. I appreciate you so much. It really, really is such an honor to contribute to this vision of yours, Leslie. Like, We've been talking about you bringing this to life for a long time, and it's just so, so beautiful to see you walking in it and living in it, and and here it is. (laughs) Here she is, ready or not, world, here we are. (laughs) Oh my goodness, I'm so happy to have you here, and I want to just really take just a moment. We're not going to go back and forth tons because I know you have a lot you want to share and I'm so excited to just dive into the content. But Melanie, I want you to really take a moment to whatever comes to mind for you to share around your own liberation journey. And I know that's a really big question, but for you to really be sitting here today, I know it blows your own mind. And you and I talk about this personally a lot. Like, from where we both came from, and we won't go into the whole story now, maybe we'll do another episode for that, but for where you and and I both have come from, we would have never guessed we'd be sitting in these seats, but, and at the same time, it makes so much damn sense. 
<laughs> and so is there anything you want to just speak into that to create a little bit of relatability and just really have the audience get to know where you're coming from? Well, when I think about liberation, you know, it it takes work to be liberated. And one of the most pivotal pieces of that work is being willing to be radically honest with yourself because there's no liberation if you are living within the comfort of the sweet lies that you tell yourself. And so this journey really, really takes a serious amount of rawness and realness with yourself to be able to see all the areas that you're actually not liberated. Maybe in the areas that you might be playing like you are, and there's this facade that you're this free person, but you're actually living within the chains of your own insecurities and your own unworthiness and your own fear. And, and you're creating this life of freedom to in a way to to combat the, the real reality and i've totally been there and um it takes a some some serious just like radical honesty with yourself like actually this isn't real yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah i love that you're bringing that up because we even talked about that with the solar plexus chakra a lot of people think of that's your power center but what I see often is we're, it's a facade. We're like, well, I'm confident, I'm powerful, but it's coming from this place of compensation. This natural, innate. I don't even need to prove anything because I am. That's a completely different space and the same thing, liberation in general. And you know that I've been there. I mean, I created a whole life around freedom, but I wasn't necessarily free. Yeah. And so I just know for those of you listening, if you're listening to this podcast, that already tells me the type of human you are. You are interested in this work, you are doing this work, and you are a stand for you, not only living a life of freedom, of course, we want to live a life of freedom financially as well as time-wise, but you're actually here to be the liberator of your life. And so Melanie, without further ado, I want to officially call you to the stage. I want to pass the mic to you. And today we're going to go into heart-centered creation. And we're talking now about living from the heart and the heart chakra in general. And when we're talking about the heart, of course, we're talking about love, but we're also talking about truth. We're talking about living from a place of wholeness. And I'm going to stop right there because I have a feeling Melanie's going to touch on all of these points. And so, babe, take the stage. I'm so excited for what you're sharing with the audience today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for welcoming me into this space. I am so excited to dive into all things heart-centered creation and in all the areas of our life that we get to create from the heart, but also really reveal 
all of the areas where we may not be creating from the heart. And some of you may already be aware of those spaces and some of you may not. And I went through a, a long, long period of my journey. First of all, not even knowing what creating from the heart is because nobody ever really teaches you to create from the heart. And we do live in a world full of societal programs and cultural norms that are constantly pushing us into the directions of create this, be this, all of that. And what ends up happening is we find ourselves in this space that we, we put so much time and energy into creating ourselves um, a personality, a reputation, a career, a relationship that looked like what everyone told us it should look like and and felt like everyone told us it should felt like it should feel like and then here we are in this space of realizing like this isn't it this isn't it for me at all and i'm actually so deep in the creation of this thing that's not it that i've begun to i've i've seemingly lost myself in it and the only way to get myself out of it and to actually create something that is it, I must first find myself. I must first find my center. I must first be centered. And there's a journey to be centered and find your center and be your center to be always to be able to come back to that. And um, before we dive into the questions you can ask yourself to make sure that you are in that place that you are operating from that place I, I first want to tell you a story. And I want to tell you a story that really paints a picture of what creation what unconscious creation what ego led creation what what wound led creation what fear led creation looks like and how that manifests and how we can really begin to transform that. So this is a story about a little girl who grew up in a small town and found herself in an experience in life where she felt entirely unworthy. Some of the greatest figures and greatest forces in her life were not present. She was abandoned and she's this little girl she's trying to figure out who she is she's trying to figure out how to receive love she's trying to figure out how to be enough because this abandonment that she experiences having her feel like she needs to shine brighter so that the things that the people that have left her will come back and she's searching through life she's wanting to be more beautiful she's wanting to be smarter she's striving in all the areas of her life um and she notices that the stars and the celebrities and the the entertainers and the singers are the ones that get all of the attention and they're the ones that people are watching constantly and those are the ones that are seemingly worthy so she says, you know what, 
the only way for me to be worthy, the only way for me to be significant, the only way for me to be loved and felt and seen is if I become a celebrity, is if I become famous, then, then they'll have to see me, then they'll inevitably love me. So she devoted herself to her dream of being a star, her dream of being famous. And that first started with developing a talent so she started to train her voice and she learned how she taught herself how to sing and she practiced day in and day out 24 7 walking herself away in rooms so she could sing from the top of her lungs so that she could get so good so that she could develop a voice so beautiful that nobody would be able to not see her or not hear her it would inevitably love and adornment would come her way. So she did, and she developed that voice and it start to gain a lot of attention. However, it didn't gain the attention from the people that she wanted it from most. And so she continued to chase more and more and more. And um, she, strived so high that she ended up in the rooms with the stars. She ended up in the spaces where the celebrities were. She, she ended up in those places. And even then it wasn't enough because the person and the people that she was trying to get the love from the most, it still wasn't there, it still wasn't there. So as she's growing up, she's like, okay, as she's evolving, she's like, I did this, I became the star, I, I developed the talent, here I am, I'm this shiny diamond, and, and I'm still not receiving the significance and the attention and the love and the appreciation and the adornment that I've been working so hard for. And so then she started to look in other places of where that could come from and what that could actually look like. And if she wasn't going to receive it from the most important people in her life, aka her parents, her mother, then she was going to have to find that from somewhere else. And so then she focused on being adorned and wanted and desired and feeling loved and significant from men. And what did men want men not all men cared that a, a girl could sing and have all these talents men men were after beauty so then she created herself here she is if you'll notice she's she created this talent she created this life of of stardom and wanting fame and chasing fame and then she was chasing significance from being able to be beautiful. And then her whole life revolved around being beautiful, being the most beautiful woman that she could possibly be in all physical forms. And she began to create herself in that way. And slowly she found herself in this life pattern where she kept creating herself in ways, in all of these different shapes and forms that allowed her to seemingly have the love and the significance and the safety and everything that she was after to the point where she ended up creating a version of herself 
that she was entirely sick of. She created a version of herself that was so far from her fulfillment because she created herself from a place of what does everybody else want? What does everybody else like? What is society telling me that it's supposed to be and it's supposed to look like to the point where she fell into the deepest, darkest place that she could have absolutely fallen into. And it's from that place, it's from the depths, it's from the dark, it's from the, the hole in the ground that people dig themselves into, that that's where the rebirth, that's where the transformation, that's where the seed actually bursts and can grow into something new. And that little girl from that small town who wanted to be famous and who wanted to be this well-known singer and then eventually said, well, I'm not getting all of the attention that I want from that area, so let me just focus on being beautiful. That little girl was me. And that is my journey and that is my story of how I, for years and years, unconsciously created my life from my wounds, from my ego, from my pain, from my fear, from my societal program and found myself in a place where for so long, I created my entire life, my entire being, my entire identity, all rooted in who is going to like me, who is going to love me, what is going to make me feel significant. And when I realized that all of the things that I created myself to be did not give me any of those things. And in turn, I actually entirely lost myself, my soul and who I really was at my core. That's when the slate was clean. That's when it's that rock bottom. And it's like, where this is a bare canvas now because none of this works not only does none of this work my goal hasn't been achieved i'm still not as famous my mom still isn't here my partners are still cheating on me all of these different things so what do i have left i had nothing left and so that was the only thing for me to do was to build anew and to again wipe that slate clean it was already wiped clean because there was nothing left so this is where we get into the the part of our lives where we get to consciously create this is where that radical honesty must come in and this is where we have to get really raw and real with ourselves and ask, where have I actually been creating from? I had never asked myself a question like that. Where, where, the space that I'm in, where have I been creating from? I've been creating from my unworthiness. I've been creating from a societal program. I've been creating from a need to be seen and feel significant. I've been creating from my wounds of abandonment and that's all that's what it turned out to be that's what it looked like and some of you need to be asking yourselves that same exact question of where have I been creating from what 
and where have I been creating from? Just drop into that question for a second and really be super honest with yourself. And some of you may, may be doing a phenomenal job. Some of you may be creating from joy. Some of you may be creating from your highest excitement. And some of you may be creating from lack. Some of you may be creating from scarcity. Some of you may be creating from fear. Some of you may just be creating unconsciously entirely and are completely unaware of it because you've just been in the motion. So just drop into that question for a moment and really, really get super honest with yourself. This may be a moment where you are gracefully acknowledging because there's no shame, no shame in the room whatsoever. This is just radical honesty and observation. Or you may be celebrating yourself right now because you have been creating from consciously from uh, uh, that your higher self, from a, a healed space within you. And so there's so many avenues of life where this shows up, right? For me, it showed up in my career as a singer-songwriter. It showed up in my romantic relationships. It showed up in my everyday lifestyle of what I was creating for myself. It showed up in my outward identity to the world. Um, and there's this level of alignment that we must check in with. Are we showing up all the avenues where we're showing up outwardly and all the avenues where we're showing up inwardly? Let's give social media, for example. Everybody wants to talk about content these days and the content that we're creating these days. Is it truly from a place of I'm doing the work within myself? I am healing these things within myself. I'm having these honest conversations with myself and I'm truly coming from a place of service, truly coming from a place of radical authenticity when I'm choosing to create my content and I'm choosing to represent myself energetically out to the world, or am I creating from a place of force? Am I creating from a place of lack and scarcity and comparison? Am I creating from a place of needing to keep up with the Joneses? Am I truly creating from my honest, happy, healed self? And sometimes it might not even be a happy healed self. It might just be honest. And that same thing, let's use that same template for social media in the relationship. It's the same template everybody everywhere else. Am I creating this relationship from fear? Am I creating this relationship from the need to feel significant? And how am I showing up through that? It's the same questions that we're asking ourselves in all these areas of our life. What and where am I creating from? Mm. So a lot of times our creations, not a lot of times, all the time, our creations are always a, ref a reflection of self always entirely a reflection of self. 
so you can see every single avenue of your life and be able to tell the girl in me created that. The inner child in me created that situation to feel validated. The, the wounded ego created that friendship so that I could be the leader, so that I could be the one that was above, so that I could be the well put together person. The, the, the lack of unworthiness in me created this big extravagant event so that I could be the face of it so that it could be all about me, so that I could be the one that's celebrated for bringing this awesome experience to life, opposed to creating it from a place of service. True, true service. Creating it from the purest intentions of just wanting to give people an extraordinary experience, to wanting to pour into others, wanting to expand other people's lives in the most purest way. So this has to do, all of what we're talking about has to do with the relationship that we have with ourselves. Because that illusion can be there all the time. That ego can be driving all of the areas in which you are creating yourself from how you dress to how you show up on social media to how you show up with your partner operating your creations so this is that relationship with self you are your own bestie you are your own homie you are your own role dog you know what's up with yourself you always know what's up with yourself so this is time to get really really honest with ourselves again this is this is the topic of conversation is heart-centered creation but the only way to really achieve heart-centered creation is to be honest about where we're actually creating from. Are we creating from the mind? Are we creating from the ego? Are we creating from fear? And once you drop into that relationship with yourself, truly, truly knowing your light, your shadow, your insecurities, the areas of unworthiness, your fears, once you really, really do a self-evaluation and get radically honest about all of those things. Who are you creating this for? Is this self-serving? Is this source-serving? The first question, this, um, this is three questions to ask yourself. To know when you are in an aligned, heart-centered creation is first. Knowing thyself, the first question, who am I? Who am I? Not who do they want me to be? Not who, who should I be? Who am I truly? Am I creative? Am I tender? Am I emotional? Am I playful? Am I deep? Who am I truly? Am I adventurous? Ask that question and drop into that question. Who am I? Create five core pillar words that hold the, the, the core fundamentals of your character. 
who am I? Five core fundamentals that you can tap into. Who am I? Next question. What do I desire? Mm. And again, not what do I desire that they told me I should desire, not, not what, what do I desire because this is going to feed my ego. What does my soul desire? Does my soul desire love, connection, excitement, safety, peace? What do I desire? What do I really, really desire? True. And the third question is, what am I committed to? What am I committed to? Am I committed to my healing? Am I committed to contributing my, my wisdom and my magic to the world? Am I committed to loving myself and others from the purest place in my heart? Am I committed to truth? Am I committed to sharing truth? Am I committed to living in my truth? Am I committed to my well-being and the well-being of others? What am I committed to truly? Radical authenticity, am I committed to that? And when we're creating, we get to ask ourselves, is this creation true and in alignment with who I am, what I desire, and what I'm committed to? And I can tell you from personal experience, reflecting back on the story of the girl who created the life that wasn't rooted in any of those things, was rooted in everything opposite of that, I remember when I was in the music industry, <clears throat> everything that I was creating, all the music that I was creating was from, a, from what was popular, what was trendy, what was going to make money, what was, you know, going to sell. And nothing was truly, truly from my heart, from my soul, from what I really desired, from what I was actually committed to. I wasn't asking those questions. Fast forward to now. I've started to create music again, and now I am creating music from who I am, what I desire, and what I'm committed to. And I'm a fairy. <laughs> I'm a fairy, and I'm vulnerable, and I'm deep, and I desire fun and playfulness. I desire a life that's dreamy. I desire peace, I desire wholeness, I desire healing, and I'm committed to utilizing my gifts to serve the greater good of humanity, which in the past I was only utilizing my gifts to you to serve myself. And so that is just an example of how those questions can be reflected on your creations, maybe something you're creating now or something that you've created in the past to really reflect on where did this creation stem from? Was this actually a heart-centered creation? Or was this an ego-driven creation? Was this a fear-driven creation? Was this a scarcity or lack or not enoughness creation of mine? 
And now I've, I can tell you I'm in a space where I've had the honor and the pleasure of being able to make a life of heart-centered creations. And one of the things about a heart-centered creation is that it is so magnetic. And that's not just a creation that you have outside of yourself. That is a creation, the, the creation that is you. You get to create yourself. You get to create yourself from a space of love, the heart-centered creation of joy and bliss and honesty and, and tenderness. It doesn't have to be, you know, overcompensation, confidence. It doesn't have to be rugged and tough so nobody can get to you. It doesn't have to be um, bitchy or it doesn't have to be super sexualized. It doesn't have to be anything that the world is telling you or that maybe past traumas have made you feel like you need to be. All of that is again, creating from fear, creating from ego, creating from wounds. So I highly, highly, highly urge you to do a audit, a life audit. This has been a big conversation that I've been having with people lately. Do a life audit, do a creation audit. With, first within yourself, and then with all the things that are currently co-creations in your life, whether that be your career, your partnership, your motherhood, whether that be passion projects, and audit those creations. Everything in life is a creation. We are constantly creating every day, every moment. Everything is a creation and it gets to be a heart-centered creation. The radical honesty must be there. It must be there. And when it is, that's when we achieve what Tony Robbins calls the art of fulfillment. Now me, going back to the story, I was focused on the science of success. To me, culture and society told me there was a science to being successful in all the things that society told me was important. So there's the science of success, which is what majority of people are focused on or after, whether they know it consciously or unconsciously. And then there's the art of fulfillment. And they both get to have a space in our world. But the science of success is nothing without the art of fulfillment. And when you truly are creating from a heart-centered place is when the art of fulfillment is achieved. Heart-centered creation will produce fulfillment. There can't be ego-centered creation Fear, wound, trauma-centered creation can never achieve the art of fulfillment. Those things could potentially achieve the art of success, potentially. But without the art of fulfillment, there's that emptiness. There's that gap. There's that void. And some of you may be experiencing right, some, some of that right now. Or some of you may have already overcome that. And that's where conversations like this get to come in. That's where conversations like this get to come in. So just to reiterate the three questions, again, 
when it comes to heart-centered creation. Who am I? Am I creating from who I really am? What do I desire? Am I actually creating from my deepest desires? And what am I committed to? Am I creating from the things that I'm committed to? Am I in integrity? Am I in alignment? Really, really drop into those. Really, really drop into those. And let those things, let those questions truly be the foundation for the things that you create in all aspects, especially yourself. Mm, 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 mm. we're gonna just call it <laughs> melanie medicine like I, feel, <laughs> I got a good old dose of melanie medicine and i just feel so grateful that i get to personally at, on a friend level receive your mm -hmm. medicine but then also you know professionally and i'm so so grateful for you of course i could speak to so many points that you shared, but I really just really want to encourage, just as Melanie did, you to really sit with those three questions. And also too, I really love the life audit because I think in general that's powerful, but especially the last couple of years. The last couple of years has rocked our world quite literally. <laughs> and what I see in the collective space for anyone, it doesn't matter if you're living unconsciously, consciously, um, you're in the personal development space or you're not, I see that collectively everyone's like, okay, life isn't what I thought it is. They're questioning their values. They're questioning, and this is, I'm included in this, questioning their identity, questioning what really does matter to me. And I see this collectively. So I think the life audit's powerful at any stage or any time of life. But I think especially right now, I see that most people in their life are taking a hard turn. It's like, I thought I was going to go straight, but instead I'm taking a sharp right. Or instead of taking the sharp right, now I need to take the, the hard left. Okay. And people are pivoting and people are really tapping into what does matter to me. Yeah. Who am I really? And so from that space, asking yourself those questions, Melanie, thank you so much for mm -hmm. providing your unique story for really showing us what it's like to transform from ego-centered, fear-centered creation to truly heart-led and heart-centered creation. And yes, you are a fairy, by the way, when you were like, who am I? I'm a fairy. You are a fairy. You are a beautiful <laughs> creator. You are a fairy. You're a medicine woman. And I was giggling. I was giggling on that. And I want to officially close out how we're going to close out every Liberated the Podcast episode when there's a guest. And you spoke to it a little bit in the beginning, but I want to, and if you repeat yourself, that's totally fine. But I want to ask you, what does living liberated, what does liberation mean to you? Mm. True, true liberation. It's ironic. It, it actually, to me, really does mean entirely 
creating and designing your life. Topic of conversation, true liberation. I get to design my life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I get to spend my time doing what I want to do, which produces emotions that I actually want to feel that puts me in a state of being that I actually want to be in that produces outcomes that I actually want to experience. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. Designing and creating your actual life, Mm -hmm. not letting anything or anyone create it for you, not unconsciously creating it. Yes. And a lot of people do both of those. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What came to me was really looking at your life as a canvas and that your life really is a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. and treating it as such and designing it and participating in the art this is just bringing it all full circle I love it the art mm-hmm. the, fun of <laughs> the art of fulfillment absolutely yeah. so yeah. I love that definition of liberation because I don't think the word creation often does immediately come to mind but the way that you set this stage and what you presented and what you shared it absolutely comes down to, am I creating my life or am I allowing life to happen mm-hmm. unconsciously and to really live a, live a liberated life? It's not only having, as we mentioned in the beginning, the time to do what we want, the freedom to do what we want. But I, I really love what you said about, am I experiencing the feelings that I even want to experience on a regular basis? Am I having the experiences that I even want to have? And to truly be liberated means you get to choose, means you get to design, means that you are living in your most aligned, conscious, created life. So on that note, Melanie, anything else you want to add? Actually, you have a gift for everyone. Oh, I do. So in the the celebration of heart-centered creation, I am going to be gifting all of you my heart chakra moving mantra for you all to enjoy and listen to. Leslie will be sending that out to you guys. And um, this mantra is actually a really beautiful mantra to utilize for that internal audit and to really look within and to look into your heart space and to see what's there, to see what's actually alive for you and to even release some of that if, if that's what you need to do. Beautiful. So just utilizing this mantra as a tool for your personal practice, for some introspection and just also your pure enjoyment. <laughs> yes, and I'm excited to have it because I don't even have access to it. So yeah. I, I'm like, I get to I get to be gifted it as well. And to close out, I really want to speak to Melanie's Moving Mantra Project because as she shared in her story today, she used to create music more for the pop culture industry. And for a long time, you didn't create music, which I know a big part of you was missing in that. And it was actually, she attended my Bali retreat a few years ago, and it was actually on retreat where I remember we were sitting in circle and she said, I'm going to create music again. I have full body chills. I'm going to create music again, but this is how it's going to look. And this is what I'm bringing to life. 
Mm -hmm. And what she was speaking into, she absolutely created in the Moving Mantra Project. And this is healing music. I mean, you can describe it better than I can even, but ultimately they're songs that are mantras for your life and for you to, just as she was speaking to use in your daily practice, use in your life to consciously create, to tap into your truest essence. There is healing frequencies and truly on a scientific level, it's healing music. And I just love like that alone right there from pop culture to moving mantra to me is the definition of learning how to live a life creating from the heart. Yeah. Yeah, this, this particular project is entirely a creation of my heart. It was it, quite literally, because every single mantra that I wrote, including the heart chakra, one that you guys are going to receive, I wrote for myself as my own medicine to get myself through my own life experiences. I never created them with the intention to share them publicly. I only created them truly from a, a place of needing my own medicine yes. and then was led to share them with the world so i i know you guys are going to enjoy it i can't wait. <laughs> can't wait and if you are listening to the episode make sure you head to the show notes to learn how you can gain access to heart chakra moving mantra and also how you can stay connected with melanie like i said you must 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 have melanie in your corner make sure that you're following along on her journey and all her epic creations for everyone else, thank you for being here. Thank you for being who you are. And as always, I will see you on the other side. Bye. Bye, loves. Namaste. <laughs>